0: vroom is the better way to buy and sell used cars looking for your next ride go to vroom.com now to shop thousands of cars right from your phone not only can you buy a car on vroom.com but you can also sell or trade in your old car too when you buy a car on vroom they'll deliver it straight to you if you sell your car to vroom they'll come pick it up free of charge. No more driving around, getting appraisals you aren't sure are fair. No more dealing with flaky direct buyers. Not with Vroom. Sell or trade in your car with Vroom and try out your new ride for a full week to make sure it's right for you. Go to vroom.com now to get an instant offer on your used car. Don't wait. Vroom, it's the better way to buy and sell used cars. So head over to Vroom.com now to see what your current ride is worth and check out thousands of cars to find your next one. That's Vroom.com. Vroom.com. Binnacast Media.
1: 10,000! Your number one source for Nats talk, updates, and insider information. This is the Talk Nats Podcast. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. You can find it on TalkNats.com. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at TalkNats. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Take 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code MINUTECAST at Manscaped.com. Well, spring training is in full session, or I should say it is for the pitchers. In the catchers out there there is a lot of change this season i suspect Um, we know that when the nationals moved on from juan soto and josh bell that that was kind of a sign along with you know the year before when they got rid of max scherzer and trey turner that change was afoot so there are a lot of questions surrounding this team most notably as well what is going to be the future for rizzo on this team and what is the the future of davy martinez going to be i think A lot hinges on this season. We ultimately know that there is going to be a lot of changes. We'll talk about that in the show. Then later, we will talk about the latest with Carter Keboom. He is a name that I've heard around this Nationals team for years that one day he is going to be good enough to be a starter, but it seems that it's Tommy John or just him not living up to potential always seems to stymie or stunt his growth. And then we will also talk about the situation's that are facing or Ruiz and some of these young players that are coming over to this team that are ultimately... Fighting for their jobs. But just to get it going here, the Nationals did show up this past week at spring training. It was exciting to see some of these names that you've heard of, you know, like Josiah Gray and, uh, you know, that was done in the Max Scherzer uh, move um, and to ultimately see what they have. We saw Josiah Gray last season, and I guess I would say it, my reviews on him are a bit mixed. Um, it ultimately remains to be seen what they have in him. But, you know, if you take a look at it between him and Ruiz, the Nats were not going to be able to find a way to. Re- signed Scherzer and Trey Turner. So it was prudent for them to get at least someone in return because let's face it, if uh, Scherzer, for example, had waited till the end of the year, the Nationals would have got nothing. That's the big thing to look forward to. And uh, just on this podcast as well, talking about uh, uh, taking a look at Josh Bell. Ultimately, the Nationals would have liked to have had a, an everyday starter at the first base position. That is a position of question. Same goes for Juan Soto, a beloved name around the Washington Nationals. I'm still... You know, a little bit upset that they weren't uh, able to find a way. But being that his agent is Scott Boris and not exactly an easy guy to deal with, um, I think the Nationals did the right thing. And ultimately, I think the arrow um, is pointing up for this team. A lot of questions around it. You know, I hear a lot of talk on the MLB network and a lot of other things. Panning them is going to be one of the worst teams in baseball. And uh, I don't necessarily think that's going to be, be the case. Do I think that they are going to fight? Um, for a World Series spot this year? Probably not, but it is building blocks. And that's what we have to to take going forward. You take a look at Abrams and kind of the breakout year he had. uh, Just these pleasant surprises surrounding this organization that if you are a true Nats fan, you will continue to be a true Nats fan. It is going to be interesting ultimately. And I kind of look forward to it in a lot of ways. What are they able to put together out on the field? That is what is intriguing to me. I think that they have a bunch of players that will be coming to camp and ultimately some of them will get reassigned down to the farm system. Some of them will move on to other teams, but it is good to have a good crew there um, to be able to have options out there. And one of the things that Davey Martinez talked about is that there was a lot of guys that showed up at camp early that, uh, you know, they ultimately want to find their spot on this team. But this article here in SB Nation, they were talking about Davey Martinez on Wednesday praised the work ethic on display from all the players who arrived in West Palm Beach, Florida for the start of spring training, some of them in advance of the official report date. That's what I'm talking about, a hunger, a hunger to do to do bigger things uh, a hunger to to try to prove yourself uh amongst everyone in the organization that you belong here because some of these are young and -and up-and-comers that are looking for um a breakout season to find a spot if not on the nationals somewhere in major league baseball and rizzo talked about it that ultimately what he's going to do is he's going to do his level best to put a winning product out on the field and then let the cards fall where they may as far as his career is concerned. For, for me, honestly, it feels like day 25, the Nat Skipper joked, a lot of the guys have been here early, very enthusiastic. Their work ethic has been really, really good for a few weeks, even though today was day one, seeing everybody together, getting to everybody into the circle of trust, talking to them guys, a lot of energy today, which is awesome. It was a lot of fun and getting to meet the new guys and talk to them face-to-face was perfect pretty awesome as well. And, uh, that's what I'm talking about. It's it, the spring training is always just a really uh, bright spot for me. It's right after the super bowl. Then, you know, there shortly thereafter there starts major league baseball. And it is, uh, an exciting season uh, for the nationals in a lot of regards. Cause I was talking to someone about this the other day. And I said, you know, for years, it was pretty much the same lineup out there every single year. That this year, if you're kind of more of a casual fan and you're not really up on the Nationals, you may have to do a Google search for who a lot of these guys are out there. But there are a lot of young and and up-and-comers. And what's one of the things that I liked about when they moved on from Juan Soto and Josh Bell and Trey Turner and Max Scherzer is that before that, the Nationals had one of the worst farm systems and all of major league baseball not the worst but it wasn't one of the best suffices to say after the moves that were made it was drastically improved and that's what we're talking about future things here this nationals team might not be a contender right now but potentially they could be you know a competitor once again and i do think that they have it within them to to find a way to win and i think it's going to be maybe a bit painful at times i hope it's an improvement over last season of course but um that's all we can do ultimately is just be hopeful that it's a better season. It's definitely a reset, Martinez told reporters. And for me, it's about this year. It is really about the opportunity, right? We got a lot of young guys that are going to get an opportunity, veteran guys that we brought in that we thought could fit and are all going to get an opportunity to play every day. This spring training, as I mentioned, it's about opportunity for these guys to come out here and get an opportunity to better view their careers, to help the Nats win. So I'm really looking forward to that. The core group itself pretty interesting. We got some really good young athletes that get a full spring training and then get a full year. To me, it's exciting. Hopefully they learned a lot last year and they can build off of that. And then we can get going and get them going right from the beginning of the season. And that's what I'm talking about is kind of, assessing what they have out on the field is it ready to go is it ready for prime time and uh you know it is probably going to be a little bit plug and play you know this player didn't work out that well i guess we're going to put him in here the third base position is the one that's the most intriguing and i'll talk about that a little bit later in the show um ever since anthony anthony rendon left the team and went out to the angels they have not found a solid everyday third baseman Have they had third basements? Of course they have, but they haven't had anyone in that hot corner that's been able to fill that role that Anthony Rendon, and if you want to go before him, Zimmerman. Yes, some people don't even remember that Zimmerman played third base, Um, so it is going to be interesting, and this spring training should be exciting. The difficult part for me is Masson. Masson isn't airing as many spring training games, so that is a bit disappointing. I do ultimately like to watch the spring training games. Oftentimes, I hear people say, "You know, if uh, if it's not hockey, it's football. Why do you watch the preseason games?" I'm like, "Why wouldn't you?" Those are the future players of this team. Don't you want to see what they have in the tank? I find it all rather exciting, and I hope that you guys do as well. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about that hot corner and uh, Carter Keyboom, and ultimately, where does he fit into all of this? We'll talk about him. Next news Manscape now sells beard products. That's right, they are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new beard hedger pro kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the beard hedger pro kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using promo code MINITCAST for twenty percent off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all the stubble trouble with Manscapes Pro Beard Kit. It all starts starts with a beard hedger this thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces first off this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons that's right a face grooming doesn't need to be hard get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard plus it's waterproof so you can shave in the shower to avoid all the hair in the sink the titanium T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face leading to single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time the pro kit doesn't end there though they have created the dermatologist tested formulations for post trim care first there is the beard shampoo and conditioner you need to remember all the hair is different your beard hair is more coarse and easier to damage than the hair on your head that's why this kit has made shampoo and conditioner specifically designed to moisturize reduce ingrown hairs replace natural oils and promote beard health next the kit has manscapes beard oil an essential piece of your main facial accessory no one wants a guy with a beard that is brittle and dry the oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath while adding a little shimmer and shine making you look extra fine cap the kit off with a beard balm a pomade that shapes styles moisturizes and tames for a sculptured look to attract any fellows or dames the Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts a beard brush comb and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress so get 20% off and free shipping with promo code MINUTECAST at manscaped.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code m-i-n-u-t-e-c-a-s-t manscaped beard hedger one stroke one guard 20 lengths
0: vroom is the better way to buy and sell used cars looking for your next ride go to vroom.com now to shop thousands of cars right from your phone Not only can you buy a car on Vroom.com, but you can also sell or trade in your old car, too. When you buy a car on Vroom, they'll deliver it straight to you. If you sell your car to Vroom, they'll come pick it up, free of charge. No more driving around, getting appraisals you aren't sure are fair. No more dealing with flaky direct buyers. Not with Vroom. Sell or trade in your car with Vroom and try out your new ride for a full week to make sure it's right for you. Go to Vroom.com now to get an instant offer on your used car. Don't wait. Vroom. It's the better way to buy and sell used cars. So head over to Vroom.com now to see what your current ride is worth and check out thousands of cars to find your next one. That's Vroom.com. Vroom.com.
1: All right. Welcome back into this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, your premier destination for Nationals news. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about Carter Keboom and where does he fit in? It is a name that if you have followed this team for any period of time, you heard that he is going to be the third baseman next year. No, wait a second. Next year, Um, scratch that. He's injured the year after that. Is he ultimately going to come to fruition and find a spot and have an everyday role on this team? Uh, Lord knows they've tried to fill that void since Anthony Rendon left all those many years ago out to L.A. How are they going to address it? Is this ultimately Carter Kiboom's year? Uh, This story was in mass, and for the first time in four years, Carter Keboom didn't report to spring training as the Nats' leading candidate to start at third base on opening day. This time, Keboom is just trying to show he's healthy again after missing the entire 2022 season following Tommy John surgery. That process continues with Keboom not fully recovered from the elbow ligament replacement procedure, most commonly associated with pitchers. Not infielders. And then the interesting thing that I read out there a few injury updates. Carter Keeboom is throwing overhand across the diamond, but still has some progress to make, including throwing at different angles. Um, so he is a, a work in progress shall we say i don't know if he is ultimately going to be the starter is he going to fit in on the big team at all or is he destined to be in the minors once again you know it's one of those tough things you know for carter kiboom it's ultimately my belief that they need to either be all in on him uh or cut bait what are they going to do with him it's tough questions for this nationals team going forward how will they proceed um i ultimately hope for the best for carter kiboom he came here and he was drafted high you think that ultimately he has it intrinsically but does he that is the question because of all that it doesn't appear kibum will be ready to play in games at the start of the grapefruit league season which begins february 25th when he does debut he'll likely serve as a designated hitter at the outset delaying his debut in the field until later in camp we're going to see how his progression goes, says Martinez. There's been some days when we get him into a game when he can probably be a DH or get some at-bats, but in time, he'll get back to third base. It's just going to take a little bit of time. He's definitely well on his way to getting back on the field really soon. And is it Tommy John? Is that is that what's holding him back? It seems to me that even when, when he was in peak health, um, you know, it's like they said, kid, you're getting your call up. This is your opportunity. Don't blow it. And it seems like he always blew it. Like he just didn't live up to potential. So it is a bit difficult uh, being a Nats fan. And just, you know, it was one of the things when they moved on from Rendon. I'm like, if there's one guy in the infield to try to bring Rendon back, and ultimately it wasn't the case, the asking price was too high. So it is a tough thing going forward. The This winter, the Nats went out and signed free agent Candelario to start at third base, leaving Kibum on the outside looking in. Even once healthy again, he may have trouble cracking the major league roster. We know about Candelario in his history, playing with the Tigers, um, and it seems like his career uh, is, you know, he's on the outside. You know, he is not as young as he once was. None of us are. Uh, but I think that ultimately they were looking for someone as a stopgap. If Carter Keboom is not good to go, who is going to play at third? I know that's not the only option out there, but they did need options about who is going to play third. So they do have some options at third. Ultimately, is K- uh, Carter Keboom going to be that guy? Uh, These are tough questions going forward. I ultimately hope that he does get that opportunity sooner or later. Of the 37 pitchers officially listed at Nats Park spring training roster, only three are full participants to begin camp. One is Steven Strasburg, who we learned Wednesday was shut out and shut down again after experiencing more nerve issues following a bullpen session a couple of weeks ago. The second is Tanner Rainey, who won't be ready to return from Tommy John until mid to late summer. Wow, Tommy John and and, and, uh, the Nationals are just well-known. They're uh, well-acquainted with each other. So it is interesting to see how the Nats do. Steven Strasburg, another one that's difficult. You know, your heart goes out to Steven Strasburg. He was one of the top draft picks. He was one like the number one starter in the rotation for a couple years few years there anyway and then you know just based on injury um it just seems like he's been sidelined for some time ultimately what is the the outlook for Strasburg again we would love to have him come back he's getting paid a ton of money to play we would ultimately like to have him playing out on the field um, again, when Strasburg is on top of his game, he is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, but bringing it back here to Keeboom as well, you know, a lot of questions. This team is in transition. This is a this was a tear it down to the studs rebuild. This wasn't just like a a retooling like you heard on other uh, Capitals or Washington-based teams. This is a total transition. So a lot of questions surrounding this Nats, again, for me. And I know some people say, you're following the Nats again? Don't you know what they are, that they lost all their big players? And I tell them, yes, I'm following this team because I find it exciting. I I find it interesting to see ultimately who is on the field opening day and to use that as building blocks for me. Pitching, if they can get the pitching thing figured out this season, I know that's an easy thing to say. Just figure that pitching thing out. It should be no problem. That would be the first building block. The second one is the bullpen. Even far before any of this rebuild or retooling or whatever kind of phrase you want to use to describe it, the bullpen has been the Achilles heel of this team for years. If they can even adjust that, if they can rectify that That would be huge going forward, and uh, it remains to be seen what they will do there. All right, so after the break here, we will continue to talk about the Nats as they're making their push, and uh, what is it going to look like? What is it going to look like behind the plate? Kbert Ruiz, where does he fit in with the Nationals? It seems to me that he is going to be the starting catcher. I know that's not too novel of a thing to say, but he's taking on a workload more than he ever has in his career. Let's talk about him next. And now a special promo for Talk Nats listeners. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is now open, located just two blocks from Nats Park in a premier waterfront building on 230 Water Street Southeast on the first floor. Come train like a champion, and how's about a special promo for the local TalkNats listeners to get their first class free using code MAYWEATHERNATS23. That's promo code MAYWEATHERNATS23, or just call the studio or stop by and tell them you want the Nats discount. All right, welcome back into this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. TalkNats.com, your premier destination for Nationals news. So, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about one of the players that was obtained in the Max Scherzer and Trey Turner deal that happened uh, that sent this Nationals team reeling. It sent me reeling, to be honest with you, but there are some bright spots in it. Most notably for me is Josiah Gray and KBR Ruiz. Um, and where do they fit in? This story was also en mass, And it's easy to overlook just how much Kbert Ruiz had on his plate last season. It's tough enough for a young catcher, ostensibly a rookie, even though he no longer qualified by, by official standards, to learn how to lead a pitching staff through a full season. He went on to say, yeah, I wasn't used to doing that in the minor leagues, Ruiz said, of the offensive plus defensive pressures he faced in 2022. Like you said, a lot of responsibility, but I just learned from last year and we keep going. Keep doing my best. I feel like last year gave me a lot of confidence for this year. So what is some of the things that I like about Ruiz, of course, is he's got that pop in his bat um, and just, you know, finally, maybe an everyday catcher for the Nationals. I know that it's we've had different catchers cycle through there the last couple of years here. If they can find that solid number one day in and day out, I think that that would be another one of those building blocks that I talked about that could really be uh, advantageous for Uh, the nationals going first and going forward here the first step toward all of that is getting ruiz to come out of his shell a little more something the nats coaching staff has already seen coming together early this spring the 24 year old has been proactive and talking to pitchers more animated taking charge the way a franchise catcher is supposed to take charge And um, if it's like any other year, there's going to be certain pitchers that work with certain catchers, but it does seem that uh, K. Barrett Ruiz is going to carry the bulk of the mail for this Nats team. And I think it's his job to lose. And I have no reason to believe that uh, he will not be the starting catcher for your Washington Nationals going forward. So, oh, obviously I want to gain that confidence and I want them to trust me as well. He said, we're a family here. So I want them to get confident with having me around and just comfortable at the end of the day we're all a team, and I want us to go out there and feel like a family. And Ruiz is one of the guys. He it's doesn't. He's not a very uh, animated or loud guy. Like they said in here, Ruiz is soft-spoken, but he doesn't lack that confidence. And uh, his stats speak for themselves. I think he does a g- pretty good job behind the plate, all things considered. Um, and uh, I also like the pop that he has in his bat as well that I spoke of. I think that the, the uh, ceiling on him is Mile high, you know, how good can he potentially be? Uh, I think that he is growing year by year. I know that his first year here with the Nats might have been a little hit or miss at times, but I think that he has stepped up. And uh, like I said, I expect him to be the starting catcher for your Nats going forward this year. So that has been this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, primarily an audio podcast, but once a week we will do it in video form here. Again, go to talknats.com. And also this episode was brought to you by Manscaped. Take 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code MINUTECAST at manscaped.com. So as we look forward, uh, I plan on having these podcasts out on a regular basis once the season gets into full swing. But I had three out last week covering spring training. I'll have at least that many out this next week. And then once again, I look to have guys from Talk Nats on uh, to Talk Nationals Baseball. I also look to have some of the beat writers that are covering the Nats on this team i want this to be the premier destination for nationals news this podcast and talknats.com your go-to place for everything as far as the nationals are concerned all right my name is dan Holmy, and i'll talk to you again next time
0: you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel